Yo, yo, what's going on, good people? Today is Monday. Today is Friday, March first, two thousand twenty-four. Time is nine thirty-one a.m. Eastern Time, and you're on with another episode of the Bridge, episode number one ninety-nine of the Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush King. Kush is all the same. He'll bring in my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that we like to discuss, things that we talk about. Mainly for myself, music, sports, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level, things that we like to talk about. Got a packed show to get into you for you today. <clears throat> Got more new, uh, news and notes of the amount of people, of the troops that's been killed since the start of the war in Ukraine. Um, uh, the amount of people that were killed waiting for food and on the Gaza Strip. Uh, more news and notes on Donald Trump about if he can't pay his bills when his trial is supposed to start. And also how the Supreme Court is going to hear into his um, immunity claim. Uh, we got news and notes in, in reference to um, Cam Newton being attacked at his own fundraiser. More charges against Puffy. Uh, two men convicted of killing Jam Master Jay. Uh, storming the court. How that has now become a thing with two star players from Duke. One from Duke University. Of course, we know Kayla Clark from Iowa. How she was hurt during the storming of the court. Uh, Don Lemon gets his money from the settlement. Uh, Mitch McConnell says he's going to step down in November. Uh, news and more news and updates on the wildfires that's going through, uh, going on through Texas. Uh, how the judge in Illinois has removed Trump from the ballot. So forth and so on. Um, but as I've always done the last three or four years, uh, I start each show by reminding and saying this. The pandemic may be over with, but COVID-19 is not. People, please, we are still in the middle of cold, flu, COVID season. It's still winter, even though it is March 1st and and the first day of spring is March 21st. It's still cold, flu, and COVID season. So, people, please, if you need to, to, please go get your uh, COVID shots. Go get vaccinated. And if you need to, please go get your booster shots. I understand you have reservations. I understand you may not trust it. But doing nothing is never an option. Once again, doing nothing is never an option. The pandemic may be over, but the um, the pandemic may be over, but COVID-19 is not. If you feel any symptoms, go to the hospital. If you need to, get the vaccination and the booster shot. Doing nothing is never an option. Uh, I want to get into some international news real quick. As I said earlier, uh, over 100 people while waiting for food and aid in the um, in the Gaza Strip were killed as Israeli um Israeli weapons and uh, airstrikes took place while people were waiting for food. Um, over 500-something injured, and that toll could be going up as we speak. Um, a ceasefire uh, said last week they didn't have any um As I said last week, they didn't have a date on when they were going to have a ceasefire so they can open up the table for rounds of um, negotiations. But one could be intimate, um, especially since this last um, situation that took place on the Gaza Strip. Well, that amount of people died waiting for food. Um, it's getting worse by the minute over there. So um, I'm pretty sure the White House and Biden and everybody's been paying attention to it. Um, so hopefully there'll be a ceasefire soon and they can get back to the tables for now. Open up another round of negotiations over there. Um, more news on the um, Israeli, I mean, I'm sorry, the war in Ukraine. I said since the war started two years ago, 31,000 Ukrainian troops have been killed. Since the start of the war, um, Zelensky, I believe the president of Ukraine over there, he said if the U.S. hadn't stepped in and helped out, it would have been millions of people that would have been killed without the aid from the United States and money, ammunition, 
weapons, you name it. Um, I believe Russia has um, taken over some new territory over there. Uh, the numbers are steady going up. The numbers are steady rising. But President Biden said he will support um, Israel. He said he's going to support Ukraine. But I'm just thinking about the innocent people, man, over there who have been killed, who had nothing to do with this war, but because they didn't have the resources and the money to get out. They're stuck, they're suffering, and a lot of them have died because of it. So that's what my thought process is when it comes to um, this war in Ukraine and the war in Israel. So Teflon Don himself, Mr. Trump, news, always news surrounding him. Uh, Trump has an occurring $110,000 a day entrance in the New York fraud penalty case. Um, if he uh, every day that he's not paying, that's one hundred and ten thousand dollars penalty that he is that is adding on to the interest if he is not um, able to pay. Um, the judge basically told him that, um, no, we are not accepting just uh, short of a hundred. He tried to offer a hundred million dollars as a, as a partial payment, I guess, to buy him some more time. And the New York judge basically said, nope, we want the full payment, four hundred and fifty million dollars since you claim to be. This billionaire, you got billions and billions upon billions of dollars, and you made this amount of money, but do all the really well. You claim to have this amount of money, but obviously you don't. So basically, what it comes down to, it's time for you to start selling some property, selling some houses, selling some hotels, whatever it is you got to sell. You know, whatever's not whatever's not anchored down or nailed down, you better start selling it because the, the judge in New York is not playing any games when it comes to you paying that bill, and he shouldn't. He basically shouldn't. Um, it's just amazing, though. His 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 fan base, his his, his constituents, his flunkies, whatever you want to call them, over sixty percent of the Republicans still believe he will be the best choice for president if he is convicted of any of those numerous several crimes that he is being charged of. A lot of felonies in those crimes he's he's being charged of too. Sixty percent still believe he is the best choice to be president. That is just unfreaking believable. Speaking of which, one of his on the Supreme Court has um, agreed to hear his claim on immunity that he should have immunity charges. That he should be, I mean, he should have immunity from these charges because he was president. I don't get that. I don't understand that because the moment Joe Biden became president, the moment his inauguration took place in January of 2021, and Joe Biden was sworn as the, as the president. The words immunity should have not, not be associated with Donald Trump at all. I don't get that because he's no longer president. He has not been president going on three years now. Words like immunity should not be applied to him. They should not go with him. He is not the president. So the fact that the Supreme Court is hearing charges on the immunity case, it just makes no sense to me because if this was any other human being, this will not even be going to the Supreme Court. Once again, Donald Trump is the poster child and the epitome of white privilege because there is no other person on this earth that will be able to escape these charges and escape these possible convictions like this man has. But that just goes to show you, voting is so key economics and elections where you spend your money and who you put in office one of the key persons on the supreme court i guarantee you kavanaugh was placed there by donald trump do you see why voting is so important now because 
who you put in office could determine who is on the Supreme Court, and that could also determine who is making these decisions that Donald Trump get that he, his case now gets to be heard in April, which is delaying his other cases to be that um to come that come across. So, uh, breaking news now: Trump arrives for classified documents interview. Uh, so we all know about the documents that he tried to hide at his um at his own residence down in Florida. So, but once again, he should not have immunity whatsoever. No immunity for this man. He is no longer president. He has not been president in three years. So those that word immunity should not be applied to him or anybody associated with him. But in other news surrounding uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump, Illinois judge removes him from the ballot due to the January 6th insurrection. Basically saying the man is a traitor. He chose treason over this country. He... Led, he was the reason he initiated the uproar. He started the fire and just watched it burn. And he is the reason January the 6th happened. If he didn't come there and say you need to show up and fight like hell, none of January 6th would have took place. And the key thing we all need to remember, people died that day. One happened to be a U.S. Capitol Police officer. Five to six people lost their lives that day at the U.S. Capitol because Donald Trump initiated the entire he didn't stand up on that podium and say what he said, January 6th might have never happened. He is the reason for January 6th. Donald Trump and anybody associated with him. Giuliani, his lawyers, his sons, everybody involved. So, that's just my humble opinion about the situation. So, it shouldn't, um... The reason, I just don't get the reasons for the Supreme Court hearing the case, but it is what it is. Local news here in Philadelphia. Um, escape convict Borden was caught by the U.S. Marshals after uh, two or three days escape. The man escaped from a hospital, completely cuffed with his hands behind his back cuff, took off running, and was able to run very far distance. He, he eluded the police and U.S. Marshals for at least two or three days. He was, he was seen getting into a car, so he was given some assistance, so everybody who assisted him, you're going to be facing charges too. But um, this is just about two or three times here locally in the city of Philadelphia, man, where um, escape con people are escaping out of prison and just running free. It's just it's amazing, man. But he has been brought back to justice, and I'm pretty sure everybody that helped him um will be facing charges as well. So hope it was worth it. You felt like you needed to help this guy, but it wasn't. But that's just my humble opinion. Some heartbreaking news I saw um in Fairmont Park here locally in Philadelphia. Uh, a man and a woman was in Fairmont Park and they were just shot in the head execution style, man. It's just, if you're in the, in the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, man, I, I pray for this city every single day. My wife and I, when we watch the news in the morning, when we watch the news at night, it's like breaking news. Every time, from the moment we watch the news at 6 a.m., at 4 p.m., and then again at 11 p.m., it's breaking news. Someone's being shot and killed somewhere here in this city every single day day every single day man and it's just you don't it happens so much that people become numb to it and because it's not happening at their front door or they don't know the person they feel like they can turn a blind eye to it or turn a deaf ear to it but no this is something that is sweeping the city every single day man and i pray for this city man because i have a wife i have two young children i have friends here family members here and we all need to pray man because you just never know when a tragedy like that is going to come knocking on your door or walking down your street.
So, like I said, I pray for this city every single day. And I hope that anybody that's hearing the sound of my voice, you are doing the same thing. Because this is just, it's, it's just crazy. Um, and other news I wanted to get into real quick. Um, Cam Newton, man. Cam Newton was having a fundraiser or having a clinic or something that he was sponsoring. And people just decide to disrespect this man and try to attack this man. And I guess because they felt like Cam Newton dresses differently than what they dress like and he wears the hats that he wears and he and he comes out looking the way he does. I guess people thought that man was soft. But uh, Cam Newton was just, and he wasn't swinging on anybody, but he was getting people off of him. He was defending himself, which he should have. And a lot of people don't realize uh, Cam Newton is 6'6", 250 pounds. That is a large human being. And more than capable of throwing anybody off of him when need to be. The man was the MVP of the NFL. And he was a star in college, star in high school. The man is he's, he's a, he's a full-grown man. So you run up on Cam Newton if you want to because he dresses differently than you think he should dress. So you may laugh at his hats that he wears. That is still a 6'6", 250-pound man that's still in great shape. So you run up on Cam Newton if you want to, but hopefully from now on, like Shannon Sharp and um, Stephen A. Smith was saying on the first take the other day, hopefully Cam will step up his security um, at these events. If not, then cancel the events because the disrespect towards that man, to think that they can just run up and say and do whatever they want to and attack this man, that's unnecessary. That's unnecessary and it's uncalled for, man. It's totally uncalled for. And Shannon Sharp hit it dead on the head. And I guarantee you, if Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger or any Eli Manning was throwing one of these events, you wouldn't have to worry about nobody's trying to run up on them, disrespecting them, and trying to attack them. But in our community, being black people, think that we can just say and do whatever we want to people. And Shannon Sharp hit another thing right on the head. I guarantee you, if you don't learn discipline and respect, out here on your own, they got places that are built just for you, waiting to teach you every single day. They'll teach you when to get up, when to go to bed, when to pee, when to use the bathroom, when to eat, when to shower, when to wash clothes. They'll teach you everything you need to know if you don't want to learn it out here. So it's just this is just disrespectful, man. Totally disrespectful. Um, Puff Daddy, um. He is facing another sexual assault charge. This time, a male, one of his former male adult employees, is claiming that he sexually abused him and assaulted him. Uh, just goes to another the, the amount of number of people that are bringing up these charges, and the man claims that Puff Daddy and Meek Mill had a sexual relationship. And it's just some of these claims is like wow. People will say whatever they need to say, I guess, to get that attention. Um, I have no words for that. I just don't know. It's that's crazy. But Puffy says he got the lawyer that um defended Upstein and all these other people. So I hope you do got a good lawyer because you're definitely gonna need it. Because more and more people are coming out of the woodwork saying that you have said and did all this stuff for years. So it's just crazy, man. A crazy time that we live in in this world. Um some justice was brought to Jam Master J. Rest in peace, Jam Master J. DJ of the legendary iconic group run DMC. Most of y'all know Jam Master J was murdered back in 2002. Come to find out, two men were convicted a couple of days ago, and the two men happened to be a friend of Jam Master J and the friend's godson were the two people who were responsible for killing Jam Master J. Friends like that, who the hell needs enemies? 
And so, um, just watch your circle. Watch who you who, who you who you do business with. Watch who you let in your home. Who you break bread with, because everybody that's smiling in your face is not your friend, and everybody who you associated with does not have your best interest at heart. And so, it's, it's just sometimes it's only it's best that you only deal with a few, because like I said. With friends like that, who the hell needs enemies? But I'm glad that those two were brought to justice. They were convicted. And hopefully this gives some peace and some closure to Jam Master J, um, his family and friends and everybody associated with him. So it's never gonna win. It's never gonna heal it, but hopefully they can be able to move forward. You're never gonna move on from that. But hopefully it gives them the strength and the closure that they need so they can move forward. Um Let's get into some sports news real quick. Um, the NFL salary cap was up to $250 million for each team. It's given some teams an additional $30 million to sign players and um, keep players. Um, to me, that's good. Good news. The NFL revenue and ticket prices and TV deals, that just goes to show you when those, things, those numbers go up, the salary cap goes up. But to me, the most violent and dangerous sport in America shouldn't have a cap. A lot of people will disagree because they say we live in a small market and pay plan. If there is no cap, we may not have a dom the resources to compete with other teams. But as I said, when you're dealing with the NFL team, the NFL franchise, the NFL as itself, the most dangerous and violent sport in America, there should not be a salary cap because it's a war of attrition. You have injuries that take place from week one week eight the week 18 it's just a war of attrition it's a lot of injuries are going to happen and i just personally believe that there should not be a cap because it's the most dangerous sport it's the most dangerous and violent sport and they should be allowed to sign as many players as they can because it's just too many injuries that happen at any given moment so news and notes on that um just want to shout out to lebron james um over the past few days that comeback that they had against the Clippers. The Clippers, they they were down by 20-plus points um, in the fourth quarter, and LeBron James just went on a tear and just was hitting threes, layups, assists, you name it. The man did it all, and they came back and beat the Clippers. And then last night, they beat the Wizards. Um, this man, what he's doing at the age of 39, the year 21, back-to-back um, 30-point -back games, and they needed every point. It's amazing what this dude is doing at, the, at at this stage of his career in year 21, just still being able to dominate the game, and he is as he is doing. And now he is nine points away from 40,000 career points. That is insane. That record probably will never be broken. It took for, it took 30 plus years for LeBron to come and break Kareem's record. Now that he's upped it to 40,000. I don't think I'll see it in my lifetime. I don't think that record might ever be broken. So, congratulations to LeBron still going strong, still doing his thing. Um, court storming in college. Uh, we saw last week the player from Duke was injured because the Wake Forest it had been a long time since they beat Duke in a game. And the star, the star player from Duke was injured. Of course, we saw last year, um, a couple months ago, Caitlin Clark when they played what Iowa played, Ohio State. They had uh, Ohio State beat them, and they stormed the court, and Caitlin Clark was hit pretty hard by one of the people that was rushing the court, and she, like, she got hurt. Yeah, it should be banned. It should be um, something should be done about it because when you have your star players are getting hurt because of this, and we are so close. It's now March. We are less than weeks away from 
conference tournaments and the national tournament. So that's just a shame when you're this close to tournament time and one of your star players gets hurt because of people want to storm the court. I get it. If it's a big, it's a it's a, it's a big victory. You want to celebrate. Your team hasn't beaten that team in sometimes maybe months or even years. I get that. But just have some respect for the people that are visiting. Let them get off the court before you just bum rush the court. At least let the visiting team get off the court. Let them get to the locker room. And then you can go on the court and jump up and down and celebrate. But to the point where you just don't care and you're just injuring people. Nah, man. that ain't. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. So, other news and notes. Sports news and uh, entertainment news I wanted to get into real quick. Uh, we're definitely praying for the people in Texas. Uh, they said about 500,000 acres have been damaged because of these wildfires um, and counting. Um, they have the fire departments out there praying for them and every emergency personnel that are trying to uh, treat these wildfires because that's a lot of acres. I know Texas is a big state, but still 500,000 acres, that's a lot of land. So we're definitely praying, praying for the firefighters, Red Cross, and any other emergency personnel that's dealing with those firefighters. Other news and stuff that I wanted to get into real quick. Uh, Don Lemon gets his settlement from CNN for $24 million. Uh, that's a lot of money. Uh, Lemon said that he's basically going to focus on his podcast. And he said it's going to be bigger, bigger, badder, and bolder. Because we all know it's split from um, CNN. But hey, somebody gives you $24 million. And listen, give me $24 million. I'll be like, thank you. I'm out your hair. And I'm going to go do my thing and live my life. So. He is more than um he is more than um been uh, compensated for his time at CNN. Ryan Clark, congratulations to him. He signed a new year. He signed a new deal with ESPN. That's gonna pay him two million dollars annually. Of course, he's an NFL analyst and uh, spoke um sports personality with ESPN. He's on Get Up. He's on First Take. And of course, he has a successful podcast, The Pivot, with Fred Taylor and Channing Crowder that he does. So. Congratulations to Ryan uh, Ryan Clark on getting that deal, securing the bag with ESPN because he is very knowledgeable and he is very funny and he brings it every single day that he is on there. So congratulations to him on getting that bag. Um, Mitch McConnell and other news want to get into real quick says he's going to step down as the GOP leader in November. Um, yeah, should have been done because. Mitch McConnell is um, 80 plus years old and he has shown episode after episode of him not being all there or not fully aware of what's going on or his surroundings and he looked like a deer caught in the headlights on more than one occasion. And I'm a firm believer if you've been in the position for 20 or more years and you are 70 years or older, you should step down. I'm sorry. There's, not, there's just certain positions that you should not be allowed to hold until death. No. If you are 70, 75 years old and you've been in that position 20, 25, 30 years, it's time to step down. That's in any job. I don't care where it is. I don't care who you are. If you've been in a job for 20 years or more, that is a long time. And if you are 70, 75, 80 years old, it's time to step down. It's time to go enjoy retirement while you can. You don't want to you don't want to work all these years all your life and then you go finally be forced to retire and then four to six months later you're dead all that work for nothing and you can't even go enjoy retirement so it's just certain positions and certain certain jobs then my opinion yeah once you reach a certain age and once you reach a certain amount of years you should step down you should not be allowed 
to be in these positions for making decisions that are going to affect millions upon millions of people. You should not be able to hold those positions until you are no longer senile and able to function. No. Now, I can hold those positions for life. That's just no. Mm -mm. So, maybe somebody, maybe he did it on his own. Maybe somebody in his camps finally said, you know what, man, it's time to hang it up. It's time to turn in your playbook. And you know what it is? It was long overdue. Long overdue. Um, I want to say uh, rest in peace. My condolences to comedian Richard Lewis. He passed away at the age of 76. Of course, we all know it. we got his start in the 80s. One of my favorite movies that I remember seeing him in when I was a kid was called uh, Robin Hood, Man in Tights. And that was the first time that I remember seeing Dave Chappelle in the movie. So it was a very funny movie that I remember back from my childhood. So he passed away at the age of 76. So my condolences definitely go out to him. Rest in peace to re uh, wrestler Michael Jones, a.k.a. Virgil. He passed away um, a couple days ago. I believe he was 61, 62. Uh, Virgil was a man of, he wasn't a man of many words, but he had an impact and his presence. You knew when he was there, like he, 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 he rarely smiled. I remember that. And he just had a strong presence and he was the, he was the, he was the bodyguard for the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And I just remember that time when Ted DiBiase just kept, just kept pushing him and kept pushing him. And when he finally hit the million dollar man with that belt, I believe it was at the Royal Rumble. He finally hit him with that belt and spit on the belt and threw it on him. That was everybody was like, yeah, Virgil. He finally stood up and like, I'm sick of you and I'm sick of this. So, like I said, he had an impact. Definitely, um, he was like, he was a man of, he wasn't a man of many words, but he definitely had a presence and he had an impact. So, rest in peace to him and uh, my condolences go out to his family. And last but not least, rest in peace to uh, Eric, my, Eric Mays. Um, the councilman for Flint, Michigan, passed away at the age of 65. We all know how colorful he was, and he held no he held no hunches. He didn't pull no he held no hunches. He um told it like a, like the, in the words of the late great Bernie Mac, he told it like a TIE is straight up and down on the reel. So um, many sound bites people remember him just basically saying we gonna conduct business. I don't care how you feel about me, and I don't care what you got to say about me, but we gonna conduct business, and I ain't scared of none of y'all. So. Um, he fought for Flint. He will stay. He stood up for Flint, Michigan, and um, and he would definitely, he would definitely not be forgotten. So rest in peace to him, and my condolences go out to his family. We all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find a common ground and interest, and begin to pick each other's brain, and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully, only then can we begin to heal each other. And truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush. All the same, I will be posting this to Spotify for podcasts, as well as my Twitter page and my Facebook page. Listen, you pray for me, I pray for you, and that is the only way we're going to make it through. We have to pray for one another to keep each other covered because it's just, it's real out here. No matter if you're in a small town, big city, no matter where you are in America, no matter where you are in the world, we need each other in order to get through. So, um, listen, I will be posting this and I will get at you guys next week. Until then, stay safe and have a good one. Peace.